Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello and welcome everyone to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Josh Thomas and I'm here with Konstantin Gladich of Changely.com. Changely is an instant cryptocurrency exchange. Hello, Konstantin. Uh-huh. Hello. Glad to have you here. And so uh, this this is a uh, this is an important tool uh, for anyone who is uh, investing in and trading cryptocurrencies. Uh, tell us a little bit about how Changely works. Uh, so actually, uh, we are working as a uh, broker. Uh, like if you want to, if you have like a uh, few bitcoins and you want to get some ether on your wallet, and you don't want to go to any uh, complicated exchange service like Onyx or Bitrix, uh, you can come to Changely, and uh, we'll give you the estimate amount, uh, and uh, then we'll give you an address. Uh, to the bitcoins, and uh, we will send you ether after the exchange. And uh, actually, we are providing trades uh, on our exchange partners. We are doing the background trading for you, and uh, providing you the best rates uh, at the given moment. So you will get ether at the best price uh, on the market. Uh, so it's a rather simple process, uh, like uh, only a few steps, uh, and. Uh, uh, so we are processing the transactions quickly, and uh, we have almost no amount restrictions. You can exchange huge amounts of money. Uh, so our customers are uh, usually it's uh, not so big traders, but uh, <coughs> uh, uh, customers who don't want to pass complicated exchanges interfaces. Okay, makes sense. And so, so I know that there are a couple of other platforms out there so for instance shapeshift is is out there how does how does changely differ from shapeshift uh so that's right uh shapeshift is our main competitor as well as a few smaller companies uh so the main difference is as uh we don't have amount restrictions uh so you can trade a really huge amounts of money like 10 bitcoins or 20 bitcoins or 30 bitcoins and uh, we already have a lot of uh, huge customers, day to day traders. Uh, it's one point. And another point in, in, in most cases, we have a slightly better rate. So, because uh, we are trading right near the spreads, and uh, we are uh, splitting the whole amount for the small trades, and uh, our trading algorithm makes trades for you right near the spreads. That's why, in the most cases, uh, you can get uh, better rates. Okay. Uh, and, and so, does this? Uh, forgive my ignorance here, but does this have anything to do with atomic swaps? Or I'm very excited about the atomic swaps technology, and uh, so now, uh, like 99% of all the trade trading volume is going through the centralized exchanges, and uh, it's. Uh, uh, Huge risk for the industry because uh, all the trading industry is controlled by like four or five or ten, not more than ten huge exchanges. And uh, if something is collapsing, uh, the market is crashing, and it's a huge risk for all the market. 
so uh, Genic swaps uh, will let you to make swaps between the cross blockchain between the different blockchains uh, without uh, participation of any kind of uh, third party and it's uh, without counterparty risks. Uh, but it's also some advantages of the technology and disadvantages. So I can describe if you want. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so um, the main advantage uh, of the atomic swaps, as I told before, it's uh, no counterparty risk. It's the main advantage. And uh, the disadvantage is that uh, uh, the process is not so smooth like uh, on Changely. So you should uh, find uh, the opposite person to make a trade. It's more likely like uh, over-the-counter trading, like you should find uh, the person on the other side to make swap with him. And you should send like uh, some um, hashes, uh, some messages, so it should be service around the atomic swaps. And today it's not yet uh, ready services, for the atomic swaps. And another option that you should wait for uh, the funds are locked in the smart contract and if the other side disagreed to make an atomic swap, you should wait like for 20 hours or you should wait for for the time lock ends. And it's a disadvantage. And another disadvantage I see, uh, you can't provide high frequency trading. So it's useful for one person to make a small with another. Right. So, you know, the the proliferation of exchanges, I mean, there seems to be a new one coming online every week recently. I know, for instance, a few months ago, Binance was this brand new idea, and it was like the 17th best exchange and blew up, and, and they're huge now, and they had some growing pains. You know, what, what kinds of growing pains has changed over the last six months? Yeah, that's true. Mm, each popular service uh, in the industry uh, experiencing some growing pain. Uh, so uh, actually, uh, first flash was uh, one year ago in spring, like in April or in yes, in April the first flashes. Like imagine if you have like uh, 100 customers daily, and tomorrow you have 1,000 customers. You can't scale too fast. You can't just to set up another server. Okay, uh, we just bought some new servers, and uh, uh, but we can't hire more people in one day. We can't hire uh, ten new uh, support guys or uh, some new engineers, and uh, we have a lack of liquidity on our exchange partners and. Uh, especially when the Bitcoin is backlogged of transactions and transactions are going very slowly. And uh, so it, the first flash was one year ago. And we have, we have grown like 10 times in one week. Wow. Uh, and yeah, and uh, we have educated of all those issues. Like we have hired more people in support team. We have... Uh, increased our liquidity, our trading liquidity. We have increased uh, the limits on our exchange partners and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and uh, after that, uh, during the summer, everything was like, okay, 
so we can trade. We understand the processes. We have improved some processes. And uh, uh, the last flash was in December. Like uh, the regular number of transactions, like about 5,000 uh, exchanges daily of changes. And in December, it was 25,000 transactions uh, daily in the peak, peak days. And it, 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 yes, and it was growth like five times. And the same issues like Bitcoin is backlogged of transactions again. Uh, and uh, Ethereum network is also backlogged by crypto kitties or Ethereum Delta or some other projects. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was the second flash. And uh, in one day, we had like uh, 35 registered uh, customers uh, daily on change. 35,000 uh, daily new customers. Yeah. And it looks like <laughs> it looks like the small city is coming to buy Bitcoin to you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's incredible the the rate of growth and everybody's just kind of scrambling to keep up. Uh, so, so I'm interested to see, you know, from from your perspective, you've you've seen a lot of this growth, bringing a small city every day to, you know, trade on your platform. What uh, what does the future look like? Uh, are you going to see continue to see this astronomical growth over the next year? Uh, so, in my opinion, uh, now the market is slightly calming down, like uh, the Bitcoin rate decreased decreased. $8,000 and uh, today volume is lower than in December but it's okay I, I think it's some seasonable effects like uh, in winter uh, or in early spring people don't want to trade the people are not so interested about cryptocurrency and uh, so I believe that in in April or in May it should be the next wave of uh, interest to Bitcoin. And uh, <clears throat> actually, we are depending on the Bitcoin price. When the Bitcoin is growing fast, so we see that other altcoins, uh, Litecoin and Ether is growing too. And as, as for me, I think we are just in the beginning of the industry. And uh, actually, not so many people are using the cryptocurrencies today. It's uh, a lot of... Um, um, news about the Bitcoin, about the cryptocurrency <clears throat> around us, but actually not so many people is using Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency in their life. So let me, I, let me ask you this question. You, you, you said something earlier about, you know, it's all, a lot of it is dependent on the Bitcoin price. Now, I've kind of noticed a strong correlation to every other coin in the market uh, to Bitcoin or Ethereum, because you, that's kind of like the entry. Uh, do you see a point in the future where the the price of an altcoin is not affected by a dip in bid, for instance, or are they always going to be tied together? Um, so as for now, I see that Bitcoin is still dominant on the market uh, because it's the main technology and it's a very strong and popular brand for the last 10 years. And uh, So I think Bitcoin, it looks like the digital gold. And... Uh, uh, most of the altcoins are trading to the Bitcoin pairs. And uh, if the most altcoins will be traded to the United States dollars or any other fiat pairs, so it should be like split from the Bitcoin. And uh, <clears throat> I think it uh, depends uh, on the mm -hmm. popularity of any other altcoin. 
Bitcoin is a digital gold, but it's uh, uh, pretty hard to make a small payment, for instance, on the Bitcoin due to yeah, huge commission or <clears throat> uh, slow uh, transactions confirmation and uh, some other factors. Uh, so if some currency, some cryptocurrency will be popular in the small payments and uh, it, it, it will get... Uh, wide adoption for some merchants or some shops and it should be uh, more popular than Bitcoin. So I think it's possible. Okay. And so we've already talked about some of the challenges that you've faced and and growing so quickly and, and having to kind of throttle that. And we've talked about, you know, what's possibly going to happen over the next year. So as from your perspective as, you know, you have you have mountains of data as an exchange, um, what are some interesting trends that you've noticed in, in how people move money? Uh, so um, the main interesting trend for me is in spring, uh, we have a lot of huge customers. And uh, we, don't, we don't have too many transactions daily. It was like 1,000 transactions or 2,000 transactions daily. But many people are trading with uh, huge amounts. Like I have 50 Bitcoins to so just give me the Ether. Ether is growing, just give me the Ether. And I think uh, it was a time when uh, some people got like a stupid money. Like uh, early adopters uh, have a lot of Bitcoins and they don't know what to do with the Bitcoins. And they see, okay, Ether is growing, I want some Ether. And uh, as for now, I see that uh, the exchange volume is uh, like uh, the same like in May or uh, in the Bitcoin equivalent. In dollars, of course, of course, it's much more. And uh, I see uh, a lot of newcomers. Like, uh, we have much more uh, transactions, but with lower amounts, like 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 500 bucks. means that more and more new newbies are moving to the cryptocurrency market. And you've seen that within the last uh, couple of months? Yes, right. Right. Okay. I think from September or from October until now. Okay. Yeah, and and that's and that's an interesting uh, data set that you know you you would definitely have the finger on the pulse there. So before September, the types of trades you were seeing were on average larger, and after after this new wave of uh, traders have come in, you've seen a lot of small trades. Right. Absolutely. Okay. That's interesting. Now, do you see that? continuing into the near future um, or do you think that the uh, the whales are going to come back out soon? Uh, I think uh, the first whales like uh, they got the first trading experience because previously you can trade only against the United States dollars and altcoins uh, were like a few percents of the market and they, it was like nothing before and uh, the first whales uh, try to make some money. And uh, I think they understand that, okay, if you want to make the real money, uh, you should make some pumps and dumps on your exchanges. And uh, uh, so, and uh, maybe people just uh, get another strategy like buy and hold. Like, okay, I have 10 Bitcoins, I have some Ether, I have some Litecoin, I have some Monero, and I will uh, just sell uh, those altcoins on the market is rise like uh, 200% or something. 
yeah, and uh, maybe another strategy, maybe people have gone to the professional exchanges. So actually, uh, maybe they, they did some investment in ICOs. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Great. So Konstantin Gladich from Changely.com. Uh, really appreciate you coming on and sharing these these insights that you had. Any any final thoughts for our audience before we wrap here? Uh, uh, so I think uh, the cryptocurrency market uh, has a huge potential, and uh, also working on some new features on Changely, and uh, so we are fully supported the fiat payments now. Uh, and uh, so I believe in the next couple of years, uh, we should be like a uh, full proficiency exchange broker. And uh, so I think it should be a nice place for our company and for our, all our happy customers. Very good. Changely.com, C-H-A-N-G-E-L-L-Y.com. Constantine, thanks very much uh, for joining us. Uh, we'll, hey, we'll, we're going to wrap up here for the Future Tech Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for being here, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.